Hello and welcome to Scott Bryant's Fitness Training Systems. I'm Scott Bryant, your host, and what I'm going to talk to you today about is about personal fitness training in London and the joys, the pitfalls, the good, the bad and the ugly of being a personal fitness trainer in London. So I started personal fitness training in London. The job itself is absolutely amazing. But the fitness industry is tied up in which to get your money as much as they can with minimum support. But I offer uh, to new trainers out there that want some coaching and mentoring to build their business and to become successful. So I started in 2000, I studied with the YMCA and got my first personal trainer diploma. And I really enjoyed studying with the YMCA. It was a really good experience and learned a hell of a lot because I've been reading bodybuilding magazines and been lifting weights all of my life. I'm 49 now, 50 next February, and uh, really enjoyed the process of learning and reading about how the body functions and how to get the, the body much healthier. Now, the pitfalls of being a personal fitness trainer in London is that you're going to have early days and late nights. You will be doing shift work. And now some personal trainers, which I think is really bad, are getting paid eight to nine pounds an hour or 125 pounds a week on a, a training regime where they're helping you to study and learn. If they're paying for a good course and you're in your 20s, then maybe it's a good idea. But what you will find in the fitness world as a personal trainer in London, it can be very tough and it can be uh, lots of competition. And many of the gyms will charge you a high rental for minimum return, unless you're willing to work very hard to get new clients and to build that client base so you can do the job you really, really love. So when it comes to studying, there's a gazillion of courses out there. I studied with the, the Czech Institute, started in 2003 and become a master Czech practitioner in 2012. And that was hard going, lots of reading, lots of books, lots of courses. It cost me in the region of about 30,000 pounds to learn the Czech system, but categorically, it's been amazing because I've had to help myself and help my clients on a much, much deeper level than what I ever could as a personal fitness trainer in London. So study-wise, you know, if you're new to the industry, it's very important that you, you keep your knowledge up and you read as many books as you can. You can go to my website and click on the page for mentoring personal trainers and you'll find that there's lots of books I recommend that you can use to help you to study and get your knowledge up there so you can help more and more people. So the great thing about being a personal trainer, especially if you're freelance, is that you'll have more time to yourself so you can train, learn more. And as well as, you know, exercising if you love exercise you shouldn't be a personal trainer if you don't love exercise because that will come across when you're trying to sell to your clients or people will just get a feeling that you know you're not really in it 
for the love, you're just in it for the money. I've spent over thousands and thousands of pounds on books. I've got a, about 1,500 books here that I've read in which to get my knowledge up there. Because the normal personal training course, they're just talking about fitness. They're not looking, they're not looking at lifestyle. They're not looking at uh, the spiritual aspect of the body. And they're not looking at mental, emotional blockages in the body, which can stop people from their fitness regime or they'll give up. Uh, like many people have self-sabotaging patterns, which can stop them and make them give up on your exercise program you could have the best exercise program in the world but if the client decides to give up and self-sabotage then you're not going to get the result for that client so really you know studying as much as you can will really help you because when you're trying to market yourself as a personal fitness trainer in London to get new clients uh, how you speak to them and your knowledge level, they will really respect that. And they will pay more for what you know than rather pay less. The other reason why I become a personal fitness trainer in London was and a master check practitioner and a diet and lifestyle coach and a metabolic type and advisor and a sports massage therapist was to be able to help people. And that's the great thing about being a personal fitness trainer in London is that you'll be able to help people with many ailments like arthritis, uh, diabetes, stress, uh, many of these common problems that people get that doctors can't help only with medical drugs. And the doctor will give the medical drugs, but you only see the doctor for 15 minutes. So they can't really give you the deep advice a personal fitness trainer in London can give you in which to be able to help you overcome stress with EFT or meditation or help you to relieve the pain in your knee from your arthritis by getting you on a, a good diet that will help the inflammation go down in the knee. Or giving you flexibility exercises in which to uh, stretchy, sorry, in which to get you more flexible to enable your body to become more flexible without you harming the ligament, joint, or tendon. So, another thing about being a personal fitness trainer in London is that you can end up having lots of stress because of challenging clients, the challenging way things are at the moment with the economy or just that you're highly stressed because you're doing too much so I hear of other Czech practitioners who I mentor will be doing course after course that they don't really need to do so I try and educate the uh, trainers that I mentor on the courses that they can do so they can make the money straight back straight away this is really really important and being a personal personal fitness trainer in London is a joy to be able to help people get stronger, fitter, leaner and faster and achieve their dreams, goals and ambition in their fitness regime. And this is something I really enjoy and really uh, push myself in which to achieve my dreams as well as my clients' dreams. So if you're thinking about becoming a personal fitness trainer in London, 
please drop me an email or go to my website, Active Bryant Systems, and have a look round and see what I've done in which to uh, become highly ranked in Google for Czech Practitioner London on page one, Back Pain London page one, uh, Corrective Exercise page one. Uh, so I've worked really, really hard in which to keep my personal fitness status. So this is something... If this is something that you need help with and you'd want to book me for personal fitness training and you want to understand more about the Czech system or you just want to uh, be mentored or you just are thinking about becoming a personal fitness trainer and just want some advice, I'm more than happy to help you. So I hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast on personal fitness training in London and the pitfalls, the pros and the cons. I go a lot deeper into the pros and cons when you book me for mentoring or obviously if you're booking me to to train you I go much much deeper with my 149 assessments of the body in four hours as well as doing a 10-day diet and lifestyle assessment to find out where you're at in which to guarantee you results so thank you very much for listening to my podcast today hope you've enjoyed it please share please subscribe and have a look at my youtube channel and my instagram thanks very much bye bye hi welcome to scott bryant's fitness podcast and i'm scott bryant your host and what we're going to be talking about today is why your body's not changing why you can't get the six pack and why you're always in pain so first of all you know i've been a personal trainer for over 20 years now worked with hundreds of clients helping them get out of pain and helping them to all achieve the same goal of changing their bodies and getting their bodies to look in a much better way. Now there's some fundamentals that I found why people don't change with their exercise program. The first of all to look at is food. I chat to many guys in the gym and ladies in the gym and their diets are absolutely crap and they think that they can get away with having a bad diet and exercising and think they're gonna have a six pack and think they're gonna look good. So I can tell you the honest truth with 20 years of personal training experience and 40 years of workout experience is that if your food is not correct, your body will not change. Can I say that again? If your food is not right for your body, your body will not change. So if you're drinking 25 pints a week and you're eating 10 packets of crisps and loads of chocolate, then don't expect your body to change. If you're not eating an organic diet where the organic food is 85% better, nutrition dense than normal food, then don't expect your body to change. And with your exercise, if you're not putting the ultimate, the best nutrition inside the body, not effing protein powders, not dried food in a packet, fresh regular food is what you need if you want to change your body shape and style. Now if you've listened to the podcast earlier I uh, talk about the metabolic typing diet. I've been using that with all my clients. It always works and the client always changes. The only time they don't change 
is when they're not adhering to the program and sticking to the protocol of getting 30% fat, 20% protein and 20% carbohydrates inside the body in which for the body to go into homeostasis. So food, if you get this right and your exercise program is right, then your body will keep changing and keep improving. The next thing that I found with clients is not doing the right exercise for their body. So they might be doing a 12 hour day, they're doing night shift and they think by doing two, three hours in the gym that their bodies are gonna change. This is absolute bullshit, it doesn't happen. The only way the body changes is when you put it into homeostasis, where you give your body the right exercise. For If you're a female, you should be doing weight training and if you're a male, you should be weight training. All this cardio nonsense, you don't really need unless you're a, you know, a marathon runner or a triathlete. So I'm a great believer in do what your body needs and give it what works. So with 20 years of experience, I found that all my clients, including doctors that I work with, I don't give them cardiovascular training because Charles Parlequin, a strength and conditioning guy, said that the cardiovascular system and the strength system do not work independently. They both work together. But if you do a, a marathon run, you won't gain muscle mass. You'll lose muscle mass because you'll be overtraining. But when you do a, a deadlifting or heavy weight training, you will gain lean muscle mass over a 12 week period and strength over that time. And if you gain lean muscle mass on the body, the body loves that, so the body shreds fat. You never see a fat sprinter. The only time you see a fat sprinter is when they're overeating or their hormonal profile is not right or their training regime is not right. If you look at uh, Ben Johnson, yes, he was on drugs. If you look at uh, Cole Lewis and athletes like that as sprinters, they're always lean, they're always cut. Because they do uh, interval training as well as strength and conditioning training to get the power for the 100 meter sprints. Okay, You'll see m most marathon runners will have a higher percentage of fat levels if they're a female because a woman is not designed to run a marathon in my opinion. But if you want to do that because that's your happiness exercise, that's fine. But remember, the body should only be exercising for 45 to 50 minutes. No longer than that, because when you, when you train longer than that, you end up overtraining. This is the next subject I want to talk about, is this is a big one. Some guys train for two hours, some people train for three hours. The body's just not designed to do that. If you overtrain, you will get ligaments, joints, and tendon problems, and maybe muscle skeletal problems over time. So it's always best to do less, not more. So Charlie Francis, in his book, uh, Ultimate Speed, uh, Charlie Francis was a guy that trained Ben Johnson and lots of athletes. He said, as long as you improve by 1% every session, your body will keep changing and keep improving. When you're overtraining, the signs of overtraining will be aching muscles, 
your mood is down, your testosterone is lower, or you just don't feel as horny as you normally do. Aches and pains and not being able to sleep at night. So very, very important for you, if you're looking for change and your body's not changing with your exercise program, that you look at whether you're overtraining or undertraining. Many people can undertrain and not get the results and overtrain and not get the results. The next subject is hormones. Have you had your testosterone checked if you're a male? Have you had your estrogen checked if you're a female? Have you had somebody test your gut to see whether your gut is utilizing your food and whether your gut is a leaky gut, which is bad, or whether your gut is a gut where it's uh, taking on all the food and using it all? One of the ways to find out whether you've got a, a healthy gut which will help your hormones is that if you look into the, into the toilet after going to number two and you see bits of nuts and seeds and stuff like that, that's showing that you've got a leaky gut. So if the gut is leaky, this will uh, give you joint pain and maybe lower testosterone or maybe lower the hormones that you need in which to uh, keep your muscle mass and your strength and to get the body to change. It's so important that if you get the right hormonal balance with the right exercise program, with the right food, there's no reason why your body can't change. And unfortunately, many people won't change their body style because they give up too early. So your training regime needs to be for a minimum of three months to really get huge benefit and for your body to definitely change. Not the right program that you're on. So if you're on a typical bodybuilding program and you're not gaining muscle mass, is it because of the hormones? Is it because of the exercise? Is it because you're not in the gym enough? All these could add to the reason why your body is not changing in the way that you want it to. And this is for males and females, okay? Or for children as well. Uh, I've worked with children that have been quite obese or overweight and they're like 11 years old because their mum and dad are giving them crap food. Their mum and dad are over-exercising them and making them study. The kid is getting more and more stressed out, so the body doesn't change. So it's really, really important that for you to get guaranteed change, get your diet right, get your exercise program right, get your rest right, and make sure that you have a documentation of your exercise program every four, six or 12 weeks to make sure that your body keeps in changing, keeps improving and you keep getting what you want from your training program. So it's really, really important. Another thing that you need to look at is have you got any systemic illnesses that may be causing your body not to change or are you taking any medical drugs like I was speaking to a lady the other day and she was on uh, drugs for depression and I looked them up for her and found that the drugs for depression were causing weight gain. So you have to look at every part of your lifestyle as well as your exercise diet and lifestyle if your body is not changing in the way that you want it to. But if you want...